1: Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June. Olive and June gives you i'm courtney robertson the most notorious villain in bachelor history and i have more than a few secrets to tell but i am not the only one with tea to spill every week i'm going to be talking to another icon of reality television about the things they can only say off contract Hi, it's Courtney Robertson. Welcome back to Off Contract. Thank you so much for tuning in last week. I dished all things Hometowns with my daddy-o. Such a fun interview. And Casey Schemer, my best friend from my season. So thank you for all the fo- positive feedback. Easy for me, no, sorry. <laughs> uh, today's guest is a very special one for me. He is the salt of the earth, Fear Factor Grand Champion. He just starred in Detective Night Independence with Bruce Willis. And believe it or not, he was my first experience with reality TV. That's right, I was twenty-one, living in New Zealand, modeling, working on my portfolio, and we filmed Treasure Island in Fiji together. Uh, our first challenge was to skydive onto the island, and we really slept on the beach. Uh, there was it was worse than glamping. I'll just put it that way. Uh, there was a challenge if you wanted to eat, uh, you had to kill a goat. So uh, we talk about that and his experience getting on fear factor. It's crazy, you guys. And make sure you stay tuned for the tea party at the end. I share a little uh, story about how I dodged a fantasy suite with an A-list celebrity back in my Hollywood days. We used to hang out at Chateau Marmont, so you might get a kick out of that. But let's talk this week in Bachelor. Let's talk about sex, baby. Get a listen to this.
0: ...and to express to each and every single one of the women is... No sex. No, no, no sex of, of any kind for fantasy suites. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. brought you that decision? To be honest, speaking with Sean helped a lot. Okay. Um, you know, he took a very similar approach. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he just said, you know, really
1: do what. Hmm. Okay. 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 So we have uh, Sean D- uh, Lowe, Mr. Goldini to thank for this week's blunder. I'm not going to do a full bore recap because everybody else has this week. But let's start with Arielle. She, he breaks the news to her at the night portion of the uh, overnights. That's what we used to call it back in the dark ages. You whippersnappers are calling it sex week. But uh, he breaks it to her that there's not going to be any sex in, in any of the fantasy suites this week. She seems disappointed. But if I had that icky date eating bugs, I would not be feeling very sexy either. So, And then we get to Gabby and uh, they have a a nice date. I think it was very romantic. She's unraveling a little bit. I get it, I've been there. You're tired, your emotions are running high. She kind of just spills it all out there and he's, it's actually well received. I kind of kept waiting for the Zack look, you know what I mean? The look where he's like, oh boy, there's a little drama in the LBC, but he didn't do it. He was actually very loving and understanding So at the night portion, he breaks the news to her, no sex in the champagne room. And she's like, challenge accepted, you can tell. But she's a class act in the morning, she leaves, you see her heels, it's implied that they might have done the ditty. But he's getting ready to go out with Katie, his third overnight, and he shows up at Gabby's room and says, I have to come clean, this was my error of the game why can't you just keep it under your hat there's a reason there's a format here people so she's blindsided definitely kicked her in the gonads like she said she feels like she's wearing a scarlet letter so then we get to katie 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 she's sitting in a swamp on her date she hasn't seen him in forever i know because i was the last fantasy suite on my season it is forever And, uh, you kind of forget about the person in a way, you know, or did they think you kind of feel like, did they forget about me? So they're sitting in the swamp and then he comes clean to Katie and she's devastated. Great face play though. Um, she handled it like a champ. Hopefully he made it up to her in the fantasy suite. I'll just put it that way because that was rough. It was very cringe to watch. Can't wait to see what happens next week at the finale. Uh, I'm going to be actually be in Los Angeles. So can't wait for that. But let's get to our guest. He is all the way live from Los Angeles, California. My good friend, Mark Hewlett. I hope you enjoy. Mark yes. and I go way, way, way back. Way back. I was living in way back. modeling. I was 21. Way back. Way back when I was living. 21, <laughs> 21. what is that?
0: Five, six, eight years ago? Oh,
1: well, I am you know, 40. 40. You do the math. <laughs> no, you're I not. Mom Whatever,
0: <laughs> you're not 40. <laughs>
1: And so Mark, today is all about you. You have a very interesting story. I want to talk to Jeez. you what it what it was like growing up in Zimbabwe in the bush. Yeah. And in the bush. I know you used to see lions, but let's yes. bring Mark in. He is the Fear Factor Grand Champion. He's appeared on Shark Tank. And yes. he <laughs> uh, yes.
0: No, actually, no, Shark Tank didn't happen. But oh. Shark Tank didn't happen. It was it was funny. I was on for the first episode. Oh no. And way. Yeah, it for the first episode and it didn't end up it didn't end up uh, they didn't end up shooting it. It was just so crazy. But I went in I had I had this product from this uh frozen you know, the fro and yoga, which I did in Australia and they wanted me on the show and then it just didn't end up happening. I don't know what happened. Oh, I remember of, you called me. You were like,
1: Can you come on and be the model? Like show the yo fro yes. yo. The fro yes. yo. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that okay, That's so we'll scratch that from the record. But scratch that going back to my reality tv experience um so i met meet mark in new zealand modeling there at 21 and it was my birthday and you were with my modeling agency so that's when i met you. yes i was turning 21 and nobody from america because it's a day later there called me on my birthday but my agency (laughs) threw a party and that's where i met mark and we just asked friends and then they uh, he was a local celebrity in new zealand he was a disc jockey (laughs) Yeah, um, back yeah, in the day. One fear factor, which we're going to start there. Yeah. But so anyway, we ended up reco- uh, filming a show called Treasure Island together in Fiji. Yes. Um, what so- a great
0: show that was, Cool. <laughs> 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 that was hectic, eh?
1: long yeah, drop? that was
0: hectic.
1: You made it sound like, you're like, I think we're going to be staying in a hotel. I think there was a cash prize. <laughs> and you're like, no, like, they're going to make it look like we're camping.
0: Wait, weren't you um, we in America? And then we went there? I can't. We flew from here, didn't we?
1: We flew from New Zealand, yeah, to Fiji. And then we took a boat. We stayed in Nandi and then we took a like a two hour boat ride to this island that the production company owned.
0: Correct. Um, And it was the Mamamuthas Islands, Island Group in Fiji. Very nice.
1: How did you remember that? Holy mackerel. Um, well
0: no, because we spend a lot of time in Fiji since then. You know, I've done I've shot movie stuff down there. I've done lots of stuff in Fiji with the government and stuff like that. So I've been me, in like, and like...
1: street meet on the side of the street, and I was like, Oh, holy mackerel. Oh <laughs> Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like there was like nothing there. And I was starving no. when we landed. And then we go to the island. So for the listeners the island was actually owned by the production company and it was right mm-hmm. next to the island that they filmed Castaway on
0: correct yeah so very let's close. just
1: paint let's paint to the scene mark would yes. know better but we're going to talk about i want to talk to you about uh, fear factor let's go back and what your experience has been like with reality tv um so you're the fear factor grand champion
0: yes yeah so i mean that was yeah i mean i've done yeah i've done i mean i did shot Quite a bit of, of TV, obviously in New Zealand when I was there, you know, doing the radio thing. Um, but as far as <laughs> as far as reality shows go, I think yeah, the, the Fear Factor was was the first. And the Fear Factor thing was funny. I actually <clears throat> the way I got on that show was someone called me. I was in Europe. I was I was modeling in Europe and someone, the agency called me, LA Models, whoever it was, called me and said, Hey, these guys from uh, from in or from Fear Factor wanna, you know, want wanna talk to you. Mm-hmm. So I said, oh. So they said, yeah, they saw your picture up in in Macy's and they thought you'd be a good fit for the show. <laughs> so I'm like, wait, Fear Factor. And this was like, I mean, this is going way back when reality was just starting. So I think it was like you know they'd done uh, Big Brother and stuff like that, what but it hadn't year was really. That,
1: that was that like way back. This it was. Is...
0: It was way back. It was. I I did Fear Factor like in in the early. I think I did the first show in like two thousand two, two thousand one. Wow. So I mean I think Big Brother and that started in the late nineties. You know that was when the first sort of reality came out. So I remember. But the funny thing about Fear Factor was it was kind of it was kind of like deja vu because I'd been watching a show that. This is how Fairfax actually came to America. It was it was, script, it was an unscripted show on on the internet. I think it was on YouTube, even if YouTube was around then. But they were doing this thing where they would, you know, dare people to sit with spiders or whatever it was. And I was like, wow. I remember thinking to myself, wow, that show is cool. Like, if I ever get the chance to do it, I'll do it. So it was just weird. I got the call. And I was like, damn, yeah, I'll, I'll audition for them. Um, but it was so funny because I got, they said, okay, fine. You're going to come to this audition in Hollywood and i think i think around that time i had uh the agency as well sent me for survival that's right survival was like the first um and i didn't i only had a green card and you had to be an american citizen to go on survivor so i said sorry mark you know you can't go on the show hmm. so this was sort of going back to my african roots i, I like the you know Survivor or, you know, Fear Factor whatever. So, but I remember going to Fear Factor, the the first audition, they said, just come to the, the front of the line. I was like, wow, there's a line. When I went to the first,
1: <laughs> line.
0: yeah, the first Survivor casting, there was like eight people. I'm not joking with you. Eight people in line for Survivor. The first, the first one ever. And then of course it went crazy. But then I get to, now Fear Factor is, you know, two, three years later and I, I get to Hollywood and Vine and, and I look and, and there's like a line like, out the door, up the street, around. And I was like, holy Mm-mm. crap, like, what is this show? You know? Because mm-hmm. um, I think I was like going in for like the third season. So they'd done two seasons. Um, anyway, that was like a very awkward, weird experience because they're doing all these, and I'm sure you had it when you did your show, but they, but more so with Fear Factor, they do all these like psych evaluations. So
1: mm-hmm. you sit like down, a criminal with, like, background.
0: Yeah, all that stuff. But then also like weird stuff like draw a picture. And you're like, okay, well, what of? And they, well, no, just whatever. <laughs> you know, just like weird stuff. What'd you and draw? Write down, like, write down, like, five words. It's like a real like CIA type thing. And I was like, I was like, wow, that's strange. And I walked out of there thinking, okay, I don't know about that show, you know. And then I, they said, yeah, we'll, you know, we we'll, we'll, we'll get back to you, kind of thing so i didn't hear from them for like three months nothing not even a not even a word and then some like strange dude at the middle of like nine o'clock at night says mark you got to shoot a video for fear factor so i was like what do you mean what video any video so i was like okay but can it any video and then he just clicks the phone and un- undisclosed number and i'm like that's so weird anyway yeah, so i went to do this weird. like yeah I did this like really strange video. I called it, you know, like the Eddie Murphy movie coming to America. And I shot this, like, you know, this wild thing of me hitchhiking on the road and kind of my journey in LA so far. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, then got called into uh, again, nothing crickets for like six months.
1: Oh, that's and then so suddenly, weird.
0: yeah, it's very strange. And then, and there was no one to call or find out or nothing. They were like so secretive <laughs> about it. And even during the show, super secretive. So then when I get there, it's, it's, It's the, all the executive producers. And like, I mean, there was like 15 people. Okay. On a table. And they just were like firing questions. Like, why should you be on the show? What makes you so special? Like, what (laughs) do you, you know, like, like, dude, who do you think you are? You know, trying to be on our show. And I was like, it's just, anyway, I, I, you know, I just went through all of that. And, and then the next thing, then they say, okay, fine, come down. You got to go for a physical. And I was diabetic. So I thought, ah, you know, maybe I'm not going to get on because of that. So, I went down to this hotel in West LA and right on the 405 in Santa Monica, the Holiday Inn. Mm-mm. And I roll in there, caught on Friday night, and <laughs> I don't know what godly hour, and they're like, uh, You're going to be on the show tomorrow. Mm-mm. And I was like, What? It was like, Yeah, you're going to be on the show tomorrow. Okay, so. <laughs> And that was it, man. We just, you know, spent no, sorry, I went for a physical before and then I didn't think I was gonna get it. Then they called late at night, arrived at the hotel, literally crashed, woken up at four a.m. They put they put blindfolds on us. Wow. Okay. And yeah. No one knows this stuff. like This is
1: amazing.
0: Yeah. They put blindfolds on you at the in the reception, right? And there's all these other contestants that you're gonna be working with or eliminating that day with you. So they put blindfolds on, they put you in a car. And then we, I, I'm not joking with you, we drove around for like two hours. So you get like very, like, you're talking to it's people, you start getting oriented. like disoriented. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Then you get to the location, they take you out the car, still blindfolded. Oof. And they put you in a blacked out uh, trailer, like super tight quarters too, with every all the contestants in there. So like, you know, like a 20, not even a 10 by 10, mm. you know, uh, like a little container. Like
1: shoulder hut. to shoulder.
0: Not that close, but damn close. And then you, so then they take the blindfolds off, but the window's all black, so you can't see out. It's just dark. It's really strange. How did you feel in
1: that moment? Were you like a little panicky, or like what? You just went, and they're like, you're on, and then now you're in this little container with a blindfold on.
0: Yeah, it it was. I don't know. I've always been. I think my whole life, I've I've always just been. (laughs) <laughs> excited about something new you know i like yeah i've never like i'm sort of i have been very calm in like crazy situations so that for me was like i i didn't get uh, yeah i didn't get nervous or anxious or none of that stuff i was just like let you know bring it on i can't wait to see what we're doing kind of thing you know Yeah,
1: that's really rare but, mark i would have been like panic at the disco like
0: just yeah i need to know there, who's there driving the panic.
1: car where will there be snacks yeah were people panicking
0: with this thing, <laughs> You would have freaked out. You would have been demanded have... to stop. I think that actually happened. I think some people actually did freak out enough, you know, to say like, I'm, I'm out of here. Like, I don't want anything to do with this. Yeah. Um. But, you but anyway, it. it was cool. So then you're waiting in there for hours, you know, of course, while they're setting up everything. Then you come out, blindfold still on, then you're in a line and they take off the blindfolds and you're in some massive, I can't remember what my stern, first stunt was. I think it was, I think it was downtown LA. And we were, we were, we were walking a, a big like drum between two buildings on wire rope. Mm. Um, and then Joe's there. He's like right there, like in front of you. He's like, Hey guys, welcome. Okay. This is your first time. This is what you're going to do. He explains it. And then you can talk to the producer and ask them questions, but there's, they don't tell you anything. They don't give you any clue how to do it. You're not allowed to, yeah. you know, there's no one you can say to the producer, Hey, can I, you know, drag my foot through the, this, or can I do that? And then that's it. They don't, they say, yes, no, no, yes. And that's it. And then you go, it's just like, there's no practice run. Wow. There's no nothing. They're just like, it's your turn. Go. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So it, it was epic. I, and I'll tell you, it was, but, but further to that, the reason, I mean, I go back, the reason why I wanted to do the show to be like, to go, you know, a bit deeper on it. The reason, I mean, I, I, I had got, I'd been like running pretty fast, you know what I mean? Like in life and like going pretty Mm -hmm. quick. And then I got diabetes, which kind of like really reset me, you know, and like really slowed me down Mm. to think, you know, it's, you know, I can't do this or my blood sugar is going low, this and that. And it was like a big period of readjustment for me. Mm -hmm. And I I remember thinking, I was like, if I do fear factor and like, I'll, I'll, it's, it's something that's scary. So I know that if I overcome that, Mm -hmm. that's, I think I'll be able to handle, deal with this 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 disease or whatever you want to call it, this inflection, this uh, that I have, this diabetes. I think I'll be able to understand it more from a psychological point of view. So that's what kind of really drove me in the show was was to get as far as I could, to get to the most hectic stuff, to know that okay, if I do this it's going to, you know, I'm going to feel like more back to like my, you know, true confidence self Mm -hmm. Um, because there's definitely a thing of readjustment, especially when you get dubbies late in life. I think if you get it early, you sort of get, you know, you just used to it. Mm -hmm. So that for me was like, you know, was the big thing. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's, that's how it started. And I just, I lucked out. I I definitely had, I mean, I just, I definitely had some luck on my side because, you know, sometimes in life you think, oh, you know, that was bad luck, whatever. But I, mm-hmm. there's times of that show, man, where I was just like, I was like, damn, like.
1: You have a lucky you know, season. Maybe i
0: meant to meant to push through on this because it was, I, I definitely got luck.
1: Oh, well, I don't know if it was it, luck because, like, take us to, so you go through the one season, right? And then. Yes. And you won that.
0: Yeah. So I won. Yeah. I won the first season. And then. They didn't, so they they ran another couple of seasons and then they decided what they wanted to do was run a grand championship, which was, so they called me, I was in New Zealand, I think at the time, and they called me and said, Mark, you know, we we want you back. We're going to bring, you know, 20 of the top of the winners or whatever, and we're going to do this massive blast off, see who's the grand champion is. So I said, cool, I'm in. (laughs) And then, so then came back and that was, yeah, that was pretty epic because that was two weeks of, you know, six stunts, but two weeks of shooting. And do you like
1: stay and like, do you, you, at the end of the day of shooting, do you go back to your place or are you sequestered? You You know,
0: it's so funny when we, once the show wrapped, like, and I knew I'd won, like I was actually under, like, I had to sign paperwork that I, and I'm sure you probably went through the same thing, but I Mm -hmm. wasn't like, no one is allowed to know because they were doing bets in in Las Vegas. Like is is Mark Hewlett going to win Viva? It's like, so if I told somebody, I like, I could have got, you know, I could have got, I would have bet
1: on you. I wish I knew you back then. I'd be like, (laughs) Hey, tell me under the table. I'm going to bet on Mark (laughs) Hewlett.
0: I'm sure I would have told you too. But it's, (laughs) I mean, did that happen in your show? You weren't allowed to tell anyone either. right? Oh
1: yeah. So I had to like put the guy, you know, I obviously got engaged on the bachelor and like, I can't even have his name on my phone. Like if I was traveling, like, i had no to like be i was under an alias most people don't know that like if i checked in somewhere i had a fake name they called me actually kate. no way. Uh, they called me kate when i checked into hotels shut up i swear to god we were filming in uh switzerland where we ended up getting engaged yes i day. remember that i
0: watched this show. Uh, the show yeah.
1: the guy i was i, I woke up in the, middle of the night i couldn't sleep and i made a chamomile tea in switzerland and you know you, you can't be left alone like no so i would wake up in the middle of the night and i wandered around switzerland and I was walking out and the, the guy at the uh, you know check-in at the hotel kept yes. saying cat cat me with his swiss out <laughs> and, you're like, who, who? and I was like who, who and he's like cat are you okay and I was like oh yeah 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 I'm I'm cool they called me I think Kate Middleton but oh my god it's, it's a very bizarre thing like you can't go to the bathroom alone like you're no. really never left alone and I'm a person who really needs time alone to like Yes but like with that said like you have no phone like you know it's like a weird thing to kind of go through to be so detached yeah. from your support system,
0: yeah, yeah you know, it is I mean they kind of yeah, they cut you off from the world it's 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 kind of bizarre,
1: so it was like that um, too for you.
0: Yeah, it was, especially after I won. Like, you went to a allowed to, yeah. I mean, not. I don't think as hectic as yours because, you know, you were dealing with, with other people. But this was because I... I wanted to ask I'd... you
1: about that, too. We'll get to it. But, like, um, yes. after my season, you were living in L.A. And, obviously, we have a history, and we filmed Treasure yes. Island together. Yes. And you woke up, and there was a reporter in your living room.
0: Quite. This is, like, <laughs> okay, we all know L.A. is crazy. I mean, because, you know, celebrities in New Zealand, like... You know, the, the top people can just, rugby players, whoever's like world yeah. famous in New Zealand, walk down the streets. everyone's just like, hey, bro, you know, how's it oh, going? Yeah, it's bro? all good. Yeah, it's, everyone's chill. But here, it's like, I mean, it's it's like venomous because the problem is people get paid so much money
1: for money. these pictures.
0: Money, money, money. money. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I was in a, look, I was in a super secret location myself. I was at a, like in a, in, on a two acre, on a guest house. Mm-hmm double-story guest house on this like beautiful property like I got this I hooked this up through friend of a friend of a friend I love it
1: that's I love the South African in you it's always a friend of a that's how I met you in New Zealand I had a friend from LA it was like you gotta meet Mark like it was just that's the way it goes
0: (laughs) it's yeah I mean it's it was one of those things so it's like if anyone found me there like I it would be like through some like weird like spy (laughs) tapping thing so it was very strange like you know, I knew all this stuff was happening with you and people w- were like, and I wanted to, I mean, we spoke about this. I wanted to go yeah. on record and kind of set the record show. I was Like, I listen, know. everything you say about court is absolute bollocks, you know? And I just, I couldn't, I get so upset when, when like people are lying about people and stuff like that. And it's just like, I know there's an element. Yes. there was TV. Yes. You know, all this yeah, the this drama and stuff machine. like this, but mm-hmm. Jesus court, I can't, like and I know about editing and stuff, and I know how they've made you look. And I was just, <laughs> like, I was blown away that, same. You know, people were believing this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Eating so, it
1: up, yum yum yum. They were eating it up.
0: She's they were eating it up, lapping it up. And then, yeah, I woke up the one morning, and <laughs> this, I mean, I got on my balcony, and there's a girl like staring at me, like right in front of me. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait hold on. Are you the main house? Are you lost? know I want to talk to you about Courtney Robertson I said what do you mean talk to you? what are you talking about like, <laughs> dude she was like it, actually I think she was English I think she had an English accent to be honest mm-hmm. he talked mm-hmm. about Courtney and I was like what the what, what dude it was like it was the most crazy scene ever because I was in such shock that someone had like trespassed this pro- <laughs> this property was not easy to get into like I think she climbed like a 10 foot pole <laughs> fence <laughs> Like javelin with something over a tree. I mean, and came up like the, the like a eighty-five degree slope to where I was perched on top of a hill. And she didn't even say anything. She just waited for me to like to come out in the balcony and just like stand and stare at me, like, and see if she could like control me with her mind. It was like the most bizarre thing. I said, "You need to leave right now. Uh,
1: you right gotta now, go. I'm not giving yeah, you any no, tea.
0: Yeah, yeah, no tea for you. <laughs> yeah, and you know, South but... Africans love our cup of tea. eh? we uh, love it. Yeah, tea and Vicky
1: yeah <laughs> tim Tam slam tim. yeah oh.
0: <laughs>
1: that is so cool. funny i you called me you're like hey i just woke up and there was like a reporter in my house yeah. and this is while the show's airing and i'm like you yeah. know they were hitting up everybody they were hounding my yeah. parents anybody God. who knew me high school people but i want to yes. go back fla- flashing back to when you won fear factor grand Chap- yep. champion let's take you one was it a hundred thousand honey
0: yeah, I wanna yeah, I want a car the first show. Um and, <laughs> you yeah. what kind of it's, car?
1: It
0: was a the it was a Mazda RX 8 that just come out and did you um, sell that shit but, or
1: did you ride it till the wheel? No, the off? funny
0: thing was I was like, no, I got the car and then I gotta pick it up. And they said, uh Mr. Hewlett, yeah, you need to give us eight thousand dollars. And I was like, wait, hold on. I thought <laughs> i what do you mean eight grand for what? They said, I said, I thought I won this car. So they said, no, you got to pay the tax on it. So I was like, what? Jeez, America, come on. Like, come on. Yeah, so I had to pay eight grand to receive the car. And then I was like, okay. I mean, that's, you know, I still got a great deal, I guess. Um, <laughs>
1: you love a good deal, honey.
0: <laughs> love a good deal. I love a good deal. My Scottish blood. Yeah, but the funny thing was, no, it was sitting, it, of course, it was, it was sitting in my, my place here in LA, but then I was in New Zealand. So I wasn't driving the car a lot. And it was it's got a this rotary engine. It's this, you know, Japanese thing of of how you know it's just a very cool engine. But you need it the car needs to be used a lot to do it. Mm-hmm. So it was just sitting in the garage. So I had I had a few hassles with it. Yeah. So I ended up selling it. Mm-hmm. Um smart. And yeah, a few years later. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was a cool car and it was it was great, you know, getting it. Um, but yeah, so I won the car the first show and then the second show the chick no wait a one no the championship the
1: first, so it started with no, 24 cha- ca- uh, grand champions right it was like 24 right. people and then it went down to 4 yes and then your last challenge which you can find it on youtube i'm going to post it, a link somewhere but um it, i mean walk us through that like you ate bugs you went underwater like oh, how did nuts. you how were you yeah. feeling was it just like you could win a hundred thousand dollars, which, by the way, like, I hopefully, you didn't have to pay taxes on that. But
0: <laughs> always got to pay taxes, yeah, always. But I think I had a couple of write-offs. Okay, so I, like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you. No, but the, no, sorry, no, wait, let me go back. So the the first show, sorry, I'm remembering now. The first show I won, it was fifty thousand dollars, right? But then it got halved, so I won twenty five thousand because no one completed that one stunt, which was. Uh, the, that was the last stunt, which was taking the barrel from one building downtown. It was three stories up, mm. two wires, and then a big barrel. And we had to walk the barrel across. No one finished the stunt, so I won twenty-five grand the first show. And then the second show, at the end of the the second show, I won the car, and then the last bit, I won the hundred thousand. So, yeah, um, the second sorry, going into like the championship. So it was divided into two shows with two winning, you know, two winning stunts, but it was all sort of part of one, one elimination. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm.
0: I mean, we had this, uh, this is how they got <laughs> rid of a lot of people. So we had this one, this one thing and we still had all the, you know, the, the, the we obviously we knew it was happening, but we had all the blindfolds and all this sort of stuff still, you know, mm. so they didn't know where we were taking us. I mean, we went up to this place, in it's it's up near on the way to vegas you got like the 15 there's this massive quarry Oh wow! Yeah. and they had this huge crane and what what they did was they put you inside and the, the thing with fear factor, they always put they always use like perspex you know like see-through it's like a hard plastic but it's see-through mm. so it kind of it just it get, makes it very different because then you feel like like this one, there's two people opposite each other, and there's 20 keys on the back on on little hooks, and you had to find the right key, unlock this padlock, pull this lever down, and then the other person fell out the bottom. <laughs> but now we're like, yeah, like 100 feet up in the air, so you feel I just like pooped you're...
1: my pants. So just for the listeners, yeah, and of course, my pants.
0: no, and people that were scared of heights because there's no, you didn't see the floor because it was just see through. So I don't know, it's just they, they went through great lengths to get to the absolute optimal of you know people's you know scary whatever it is in your brain
1: right so you know it's fine you like, got draw a picture pipe. like it's like like weird like people are gonna love to hear this
0: yeah it's just it, it's strange you know you you know obviously I got to know the 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 crew and and all that you know and, and after and all this sort of stuff but it's interesting like you know the food stuff they would you know they would be sending out stuff, you know, all over the world and see stuff that was safe to eat and and all these things. But I remember the first time I had to, one of the stunts was on the first show. It was we had to we had to pick up. There was the, Joe under this this. He had a big like uh, a big cover over this table, and underneath were like uh, I don't know, like five hundred dead rats. Right, hmm. so. In my mind, like everyone like freaked out, like, Mm -hmm. and I was like, Jesus, these Americans, I was like, I'm going (laughs) to, I'm just going to kill everyone. Because like, for me, it's like, come on, like, I I, I used to feed rats in Africa. I was like, you know, rats were like, you know, they were nothing, you know? So (laughs) I had no, like no squam, which is like, I wasn't definitely not scared of rats. But the weird thing was, is like, this is another fear factor thing. So they say, okay, we're going to pick up the rats. You're going to throw them in this bin. So everyone's like, oh, freaking out. But then Joe's like, of course, but you're not going to use your hands. So you're going to have to hold your hands behind your back. You have to go down on the table with your head and your mouth and <laughs> push down. It a pick up a rat in your teeth and then run it over to this trough and then throw it into the bin. And whoever gets the most in three minutes, whatever it was, wins. Hmm. So it's like,
1: what yeah, are you I mean, thinking? Dude, like, I got this. You're like, and I was
0: like, I was like, I was like, dude. Like, I got this. It, I don't know. It's like, it's any kind of, I mean, you know, going back to like your sport days, you know, or anyone anyway, yes. like playing sports, it's competitive. Like when you, when you sit down for the hundred meters and, you know, you do have that adrenaline and that little bit of anxiety and stuff. But when you're confident, you're like, dude, mm-hmm. I got this. Like, I'm going to whip. It's like Usain Bolt. Like he knows he's just going to fricking fry everybody because he's like, he's, you know, he's got this. Yes. so it's like it's like anything when you study long enough and hard enough or you know you do your 100,000 hours or whatever they say it's like you got this and like growing up in the bush I, I, I was like I knew that I wasn't going to have a problem with the rats it's just maybe the throwing <laughs> d- the distance thing but I knew I was going to have a, a problem and it, it but it was weird because when you bit down on them they Ooh. were they'd been kept frozen right oh.
1: so so they were dead
0: they were dead and they were frozen so when you put your mouth on them some some of them are thawed out so when you squeezed on the stomach the head would like pop up next to you <laughs> on the and like his eye would like look at you and his tail would flick up and I know some people got freaked out about that because it was of just. course yeah because the rat's so close I mean it's fine to see a rat far away but when you got it in your mouth it's no. it's definitely another story
1: <laughs> um you think
0: yeah. yeah it was it was super bizarre but anyway yeah. joe's like joe after that he's like dude you're a freaking yeah you're a red three champion so i, I was yeah I, I mean i did i slaughtered that that one and, and the funny thing is they brought it back in the in the finale Oh, the uh, finale.
1: A, i love your the accent, Mark.
0: <laughs> my I accent love how it you, hasn't changed that eh, course
1: no but sometimes you, you can do a really good american accent and i, I no, love it american when you try to do good. it you just said my car, and good. you said
0: car car, car. car.
1: Yeah. you sound car. american when you say car
0: that, you know what, if you want to know someone's accent, people ask me all the time, if you don't want to know someone's accent, that's the exact word you use. Because in America, you say car. In South Africa, we say car. And in Australia, they say car. So it's car, car, car. Isn't that so weird? But that's the word you know when you want to try and find out where someone's from.
1: How do you say cat? Cat? Yeah, cat.
0: Cat. It's like a cat. question. Cat. 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 <laughs> Now, weren't you Kate on the show or were you Cat?
1: Uh, they called me Kat. They got, the Swiss yeah. called me Cat, and I was Kate. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk. So that, uh, we got to talk about that, your that, challenge though, dude. We got to talk about how you won $100,000 on yes. your factor.
0: Yeah, no, that was epic, eh? Because it for me, that was—I mean—that was a lot of money. I mean, the that was field, like, yeah,
1: in, I want to know how in South Africa, spent like, I could have
0: bought—I could have bought a, you know, I could have bought a nice house for hundred grand. Um, Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices I mean, obviously I was, I was super stoked, you know? Um, I just, I, you know, I gave my parents, uh, some cash.
1: Did you? Uh, I know. I feel like you bought them I a did. house or something.
0: No, I bought Are... them a car. I bought them a car. I bought them a nice car. Um, which my dad of course didn't want. He was like, hmm. you know, his father son things. like, No, I don't want that. I was like, dad, it's a, it's a present.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is for you. It's a I gift. I don't care. <laughs> I don't want it.
0: You know, proud old man, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, but then yeah, and I just I invested some of the money and um yeah, that was it. But it was it was interesting because there was, you know, to get the check, it's like Jesus, someone's like, you know, it's just printed on there. It's like a hundred thousand dollars. It was just it was it was so you gotta was pay taxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had to pay taxes. But it was I mean, it's a blessing, you know. Oh you didn't win you didn't win any money on your show, right? It's just you just win the dude.
1: I won the dude, yeah. And I got a <laughs> ring that I had to return.
0: <laughs> oh, listen, sorry, I'm gonna tell you because i did, I, I i listened to you and your dad talking that was such a great uh podcast oh, did i know you
1: dad. know my dad he's like he's yeah he's so cool he's a he's new guy so cool.
0: yeah he's so cool he's just such a nice humble just down to earth guy salt of the earth that's so nice. yeah he was just so nice like you because that's that's an interesting conversation to have on air about you know your personal things of that massive you know show and and marrying someone you sort of know but don't really know i mean it was it was (laughs)
1: your dad
0: he's like yeah he called me from switzerland he was like yeah your dad is was he said yeah ben was a good guy you know
1: yeah i know he was he was good but you know during that time like it was like i literally ran into you on main street in santa monica and i had the paparazzi all over me and i was like thank god they're not here because you're the kind of person like you're just energetic you're you know we have For whatever reason we met and we've had this great friendship for years and we fall in and out and like now we both are married with kids but you picked me up and you spun me around and i remember (laughs) thinking like thank god the paparazzi isn't here
0: (laughs) oh jeez, yeah Yeah.
1: it would be (laughs) oh that's
0: right wait when was that that was during when that was like like two
1: it was like the show was airing and so i was like down on main street in santa monica you were living in and for the listeners, Mark started F45 in Venice Beach. He's an yeah, entrepreneur. Yeah, F 45
0: yeah from mm-hmm. from Aussie,
1: Yeah. Yeah, like he this guy is like super successful. Um and I yeah. just love seeing what you're going to do next and like I said he was in a uh, Bruce Willis's new movie that just came out yes. so we can talk about that too. So wrapping yes. up on the fair factor. So that was your start yes. and then you moved to New Zealand and yes. um that's where we met. I was modeling at the Correct. time. And yes. then you I got a, a Coke. Diet Coke
0: ad. I remember you were on a massive billboard in Auckland oh, for Diet Coke.
1: I totally forgot about that, Mark.
0: Yeah, how could you forget about that? You were like, everyone knew you from the Diet Coke. They're ah. like, oh my God, the Diet Coke girls on Treasure Island. They, they all loved it
1: <laughs> And it was ten thousand they paid me, by the way, you know, going back to when I was twenty-one, yeah. that was yeah. a big check for me. Talk about big check. That checks. was huge. I, w- I got paid $10,000 in yeah. New Zealand. So my yeah. agency sends me down to New Zealand because I'm like more of a commercial model at the time. Yes. Like I was never going to go to Paris. I wasn't yeah. going to, you know, so they yeah. like go to New Zealand. You're going to build your book up. It's more commercial. Yeah. And then yeah. I booked this I totally forgot about that. That and was my-
0: a huge ad.
1: Yeah, it was like on every who's the fr- Who's the
0: camera person who shot that?
1: I don't even remember. I mean, I can't. It was i a local, I, I f- right? I for you local. I totally, and they put me in these like. So they were giving away ten thousand dollars and a gift card. So they put mm. me in a dress for the listeners that was made out of gift cards, silver gift cards. Sure. And I'm like holding up a Diet Coke, and but for me, I was like, Oh yeah, that's win.
0: right, sure. And that
1: was huge in the states. Like I like I don't know, you went to New Zealand and you did a Diet yes. Coke. Campaign.
0: Yes. Yes. So we
1: met, and then you were like, You get called to do Treasure Island, and you're like, Yes. And we have the same agency, 62 Models, and they're Correct. like, And we were friends, and you were like, yeah. Okay, like I need it was a couples thing. So it was couples, Treasure <laughs> Island. <laughs> it
0: was couples. Yeah.
1: It was couples. And then you yes. were like, Do you want to do this thing with me? I, Mark, did they pay us 10 grand to do the show? They paid us something very minimal. I can't
0: remember how much, but I think we got paid a little bit, yeah.
1: But if you won the show, It was like a hundred thousand. I thought it in my mind, it It was was? a million. I
0: don't even remember, I don't remember about the money.
1: It was a lot of money, honey. And, um, oh, Jesus, (laughs) it was a lot, but here's the thing because it was celebrity. Uh, you were the celebrity, I wasn't, I was just modeling. So, you were the local celebrity, and um there were other guests there or whatever right. and uh they were like you can donate so the wild. money to charity if you win this thing yes we oh the... that's
0: right yeah we had to donate the money that's correct
1: first yeah. um uh, a news uh spoiler alert we were the first couple to leave yes the first challenge was but that was
0: my fault that was my fault because they they didn't because of my diabetes they're like no mark you're not going to stay on this island anymore but you didn't no but
1: i don't think you were doing your insulin like because like i said you mentioned like oh they're going to put us up in a hotel no we were sleeping on the beach
0: yeah on the beach on the sand with the (laughs) fire which i found the fire i mean that was wild that was like like you You started to lose it a little bit
1: like we yeah we all went a bit
0: cuckoo we went cuckoo
1: i went cuckoo mark i'm sorry that wasn't my best color i was like
0: it was not my best color either.
1: (gasps) so our first challenge (laughs) is to skydive onto the island and that was cool that was cool had you ever skydived before
0: i had yeah quite a few times
1: yeah you seem very unaffected
0: (laughs) yeah and i love that but that i'd never done it like that i mean over the water like that i mean it was stunning eh coming down
1: Oh, it was I was an out of body experience. I just remember the guy on my back. He's like I was freaking out a little bit when we were once the chute opens and yes. I would tell people who are like I love skydiving. I didn't love it. Like for me you feel yeah. like I was looking down on the world and like I felt like I was going to yeah. fall. And so I he's like <laughs> stand on my feet, you know, like <laughs> You're laughing at me. Was
0: that your that was your first time?
1: It was my first and last time. Never doing. So we jumped out of a helicopter, but um. So that was a fun experience. That's my Mark story. We we slept on the beach. I hear little Lily Ho.
0: Yeah, she's awake now. She's like, she's so cute. Hey, my kid. She's smiling at daddy.
1: She looks just like you, by the way. Mark has blonde hair. Well, maybe it's gray now. No,
0: she's got my eyes. She looks like her mother. No, she's got her mother's lips and cheeks and everything else she looks <laughs> she looks identical to like amanda like identical from the side but she's got my eyes though same color same color eyes as mine
1: oh they're but everything piercing blue all- piercing blue
0: yeah they are blue <laughs> such a little muncher um hey baby hey let me say how to court. court when Hi. did they start talking when is she going to start talking
1: oh wait till you don't want her to start talking wait till she starts because once they start they don't stop
0: don't stop
1: tick tock you don't no, she's stop. she's just
0: chewing everything she chews freaking everything oh she just she's wants teething yeah oh. she's teething and she's she started teething at four months
1: oh yeah 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 pull almost 18 months man. and she's still teething yeah that is very early has she so you put a little whiskey on those gums i'm
0: just kidding yeah i know i'm going yeah that's the old that's the old wives tale. i mean that works you my dad, my dad through.
1: used to do that to us. Now we'll we'll get shamed for that. But um, they have
0: like no, these... but it, it works. You know, I was saying as a as parents, you just got to do stuff that works.
1: Well, right. It's like the thing to the next thing, and then the days are long, and they have these like days are frozen long frozen teethers. That you can do
0: yeah i like that thing Yeah, that works that works for her so she, they have she does a Target. like that they
1: have a teether cream it's like organic it's like what's it called it's like uh i'll send it to you it's like called mommy's bliss yeah, and there's a nighttime one and a daytime one and it's like so you just massage their gums and it helps so much mark i'm not kidding it's like but is herbs. it like
0: that tea gel stuff or no
1: it's a gel but it's like an yeah. herb you know it's like okay. kind of herbal
0: We've got one. I don't know if it's that one, but maybe yeah. I'm gonna uh, please send it to me because I'd like to find it.
1: Oh, they have she's to got target. like a little teeth to you. <laughs> oh, it makes yeah, them please, so uncomfortable. Please. And so Motrin, if you have to like at night, is helps a lot because Tylenol. I don't know if you do medicine or not. Yeah, but...
0: oh, no, we have got Tylenol. Yeah, is Tylenol oh, not good? Mo- Motrin so, better? No,
1: it, Tylenol is good for when they're sick. Uh, this is what my our yes. pediatrician told us. But the Motrin yeah. helps with the teething specific. Teething,
0: okay. And it lasts is it for the eight same hours? thing you you you? you, you you put it in a syringe and you like. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna use And so use there's that. a infants, that?
1: infant's Motrin, but by the way, Mark, they're like sold out everywhere. No way. Yeah, so it's hard to find. Um, just because. What everything... about
0: Mexico? We will get in Mexico.
1: <laughs> I want that sushi. <laughs> I don't know. Do I want that sushi? That roadside.
0: <laughs> roadside sushi. <laughs> Man. Oh, uh, you know, you know, it's just yeah. Mexico is an interesting place, but um. <laughs> You know, you can, I mean, you could buy, yeah, you could, you could definitely buy that. I'm sure it's just over the counter, you know. <clears laughs> I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people, that's what they do. They just go jump the border there. You're quite, you know, you're not so close to the border. You know, what's I the, what's safe, the border safe, honestly, going
1: to Mexico. And so I wanted to hear, you have a place in Tulum, right?
0: Yeah. So I've, you know, I've kept up with the property stuff. I've done a, a mirror house in, in Tulum, which is, it's actually an Estonian product. And we're, I'm, I'm putting them up in Mexico. Um, very cool. It's like a hundred it's, it's like got mirrors on all sides and then just wood on the back. Um, but it looks totally invisible. There's no seams in the glass. Um, and yeah, I put one up in Tulum in the jungle, um, which was crikey. That was like, yeah, <laughs> building Christ. that was just, yes, yeah, so that was, that was difficult. It's all off grid. So it's all run on solar. There's no electricity nearby. Um and yeah built a like a cenote pool um it's yeah it's very cool so i've been i was going to to mexico a lot so we had a had a place down there and was was while we were building um so yeah i mean i love i love mexico it does it's funny it does remind me of africa a lot just in the context of yeah it's just it's it's just you know, it's just a little more unregulated and not, not in a bad way. It's just, there's, you know, people are a little more free flowing where, mm-hmm. where I find, you know, America's still I
1: love free flowing.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's free flowing. It's like, Hey, you know, if I would built that house here, I'll tell you what, the, the permitting alone in California would have taken me about three years to build what I built there. Wow. That's, that's how crazy it is, but not because you can't get it done quicker in California, but it's just, that's how long they take. They're like, you submit something and then, you know, you'll know with your dad, you know, it's just like it just it just permitting, especially in Cali, just takes a long time. So that's oh, why I really I got attracted legalities. to
1: Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys Airbnb Well, you know, it? from your
0: real estate, you know, you know, you do all that stuff.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. The permitting and with the yeah, it's COVID. Crazy. And so do you guys Airbnb it or is it just your Yeah, Airbnb Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well,
1: OK, well, we got to uh, tell people where to find that.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, tons, tons, tons.
1: Hundreds, hundreds, hundreds. I love our... Handies,
0: <laughs> handies, handies, handies. So I wanted to, um, talk yeah, to so we you. Do. I
1: forgot to talk about um, your time growing up in Zimbabwe. Oh yes.
0: uh, If you wanted yes, to touch Zimbabwe. on
1: that and then I want to hear about your movie Detective Night yes, Independent.
0: Oh my god, that was so much fun
1: tell me okay every, well, let's the go things. back
0: to the bush let's go let's back to, the, back bush, to so. the bush
1: so yeah and i wanted i know you touched on the diabetes and i actually met a yes. flatmate from new zealand Brett, Bretty. yes um he was visiting me yesterday so it's a fun oh, cool. time yeah i was like wow he just happened to be i haven't seen him since i lived in new zealand and wow. um yeah and uh we were talking about you and i was like i'm, I'm yeah. chatting tomorrow but his son has diabetes and he's six and oh um, wow but yeah, well, tell I, him to
0: contact me if he wants. I mean, I'll speak to him for sure because really? it's, yeah, 100%. Court, yeah, yeah, tell him. I, I mean, I do that, I do Excuse? counseling, quite. A, I, I do that quite a bit here because, you know, it is a difficult thing to, you know, just to sort of get used to, I, you know, or I even for agreed. the parents yeah
1: oh yeah so he has like a port in his arm and a port in his leg and then brett's like it's yes. all on my phone and yeah
0: cgm it's the best that's that's been one of the mass most massive breakthroughs uh, so when i CGM. met
1: you you had a fanny pack and <laughs> i hate to yeah, say a man pack and <laughs> yeah, i man pack, mark exactly. and i were hanging out and he's like if i ever like fall over or keel over yeah. like you had a sugar. very specific da- yes sugar and you were like i have everything like gummy bears like things in my bag and I was like wait yeah. what that, that was my real first experience dealing with diabetes but yeah I remember you said you were growing up and you got malaria and you yes. were in Zimbabwe wow. how do
0: you remember that That's so so good uh, yeah I, oh, there, I want well,
1: to hear about that but taking away the diabetes thing like I want yes. to hear what that was like growing up in Zimbabwe you you basically were like there's lions I remember everything you told me
0: I you know what it's like I I wanted to mention just quickly on, you know, when we were in in Fiji on the island, and I remember the one night when, uh, I'm sure you'll remember it too, but when when we finally got the fire and we were sitting like right near the water and Mm -hmm. like, and the, the fire was going and obviously, you know, there wasn't food or there wasn't a lot of food or whatever it was. But I just remember like looking up at the sky and thinking like, and, and I know we talked about it. It was just all the stars were just out so bright and the water was like lapping at our feet, but we had nothing. We're like, I mean, yeah. you're like destitute and homeless. That's kind of the, the feeling. I and my it's legs
1: like... in the ocean.
0: <laughs> yeah. salt water. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. But isn't it just, it was just bizarre that, you know, you don't need, it's like, it it's just, but you still felt so bright, like looking at the sky like that. You're like, wow, this is, you know, you, your soul stripped felt. stripped
1: down. Yeah,
0: yeah, stripped down to nothing. And, and there was
1: a phosphorescence uh, in the ocean. So when the, you know, when the yes. ocean lights up, oh, I stunning. mean, it was like. It's kind of like Avatar, magical. right?
0: Yes. It was like Avatar, right? Yeah.
1: It was a very cool and, experience.
0: And that for me was is kind of like what Africa was like, because. You know, when I first came to America, people always ask, like, you know, what's, you know, you know, they come up with all these crazy things like, mm-hmm. hey, do, do, you know, do lions eat people in your backyard? And, you know, you know, and they have all this misconception about like, about uh, relationships between like, you know, blacks and whites. And I was like astounded. I was like, wow, like these people think that's like t- so wrong. Right. You know, it's just, it's kind of like, you know, it's like we, when the, when the media is saying something about you, you know, it's, it's wrong, but how do you prove it's, it's not right? I mean, that it's right. You know, it's just difficult because everyone assumes, oh, someone said this. So that's how it is. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it's like just going back to, yeah, to growing up in, in the bush. I mean, literally I grew up in the bush. I, you know, I used to spend, I, I had like no shoes on for like the first, you know, 10 years of my life. So you know, cool. just running around, you know, with, with wild animals. And um, my mom had a pet cheetah. She had a pet zebra. Um, she used to nurse, you know, injured animals back to health. And it was just, it was, it was those, t- but the most epic times of that was being in the middle of the, when we say at the bush, like this is the bush. Cause I was a hundred miles from the nearest town. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're in the bush uh, and there's no electricity, um, everything's run on a generator. You'd only have power for two hours a day and then everything else would be dead, like at night, 9 p.m. it's just dead silence. When I say silent, like no artificial noise, but then you have these loud crickets and, you know, the distant call of a hyena and stuff. And it's like, it, it's hard to describe, but it's 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 something like when you see something and you get like really, um, you know, what they saw goosebumps, like and your hairs like stand up. It's like when you're sort of your your sort of internal being knows that this is part of like of your essence and africa's like it's so is like a real big part of of the human essence it's like it's crazy when you're living there you experience it but it's very hard to tell someone it's like it's like trying to tell someone about your child like having a baby you can't describe that you can only experience it and africa was like that it's like It's just such a magical place. It's like, it's good. Like, to me, it's it for me, it's like Avatar and Avatar. Like, it, I got goosebumps the whole time during Avatar because that for me was like Africa and the people that came in to try and rape and pillage it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, that's exactly what it's like. The, like, the, 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 what's it called? The Navi. It's like, that's the African people. And like, I speak the language, I understand, like, I could have like, you know, I understand the customs. Like I could have those conversations and become like real tight bonded friends. It's like, it's, mm-hmm. I don't know, Cord, it's, it's hard to describe, but it's just like it, for it me. It makes you cry
1: like, a little nostalgic, right? It's like It
0: does. It's it, even more so I get, I get almost emotional when I think about it because, you know, when I watch like the movies like Blood Diamond and that and they, and they talk about the red earth of Africa, like for me, it immediately brings up like like feelings it's just Mm -hmm. it's hard to describe it's just it's like a love you have a love for the land
1: yeah and you know what i'm i sound so like i'm like tell me about the lions like i'm that person who's like like you said you come to america and it's like and i remember you telling me stories obviously it was a long time ago but like there was apartheid and like you through all of that
0: correct yeah i was i was at school when i finished school nelson mandela came out um that year or the year after I finished in 95, he, he came out, um, uh, you know, and was, was made <laughs> leader of the country having spent 30 years in jail. But again, apartheid was, was interesting because we had the only people that I met at school in South Africa, I was at boarding school. The only people I met that were not locals. In other words, they were foreign people Were two Canadians that came out from McGill university on exchange, um, to you know to an exchange to the school mm-hmm. yeah there's only two people because no one traveled to south africa because of apartheid and it's just weird because i was at a very you know elite school it was a, an, an english school it was a 200 year old school um and but we had <laughs> we had we had blacks we had indians it was multiracial mm-hmm. so i couldn't it's, a, it's it was hard to understand it's like wait this country which i live in has apartheid but like I'm playing rugby and and hanging out and the, all these are my black friends. Mm-hmm. But it was just strange because it's 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 hard to describe to anyone like even apartheid because apartheid was more like in Johannesburg and Pretoria, which was like the capital and where all the political stuff was. Mm. But I was at school in Natal, which is an English, uh, very much an English. is It's like a state, right? So Natal's like Arizona, and California's like you know Johannesburg. So. They're two different states, and where I was, there wasn't – the the those laws weren't as – they just weren't there because we were, at, you know, at school and there was nothing different. But the interesting thing was, like, I'd go down – we'd go down together, there'd be, you know, there'd be 10 of us, and all multiracial, and then you'd go to the beach together, and then on the beach it would say, whites only on this part of the beach. So it was just weird. It's like, wait – Hey guys, sorry, you got to stay here. It's like, it's just so weird. Like we couldn't, it, it's just something you couldn't really understand, but those were the national laws. So it was on right. the beach, but at school and in business and stuff, it, it wasn't, it wasn't there.
1: Do you remember but of course, how you felt in the moment when you were like, Hey, you got to stay here and I'm going to go play. Like, I mean, I feel like you're pretty. Well, yeah, I know person. we
0: didn't, we didn't say we just, we no, we, we didn't actually go. We, we just walked off to, I think where, where there was a beach that wasn't uh, segregated, you know? Yeah. But the nice beaches were, were whites only. I, I, it was just very strange. I, I remember, look, I, I do, I do remember it very clearly looking mm-hmm. at the sign. And, and obviously I was from Zimbabwe, which was totally, um, you know, it was totally free and democratic society by that point, um, since 1980 it was. So we didn't really have those, you know, we didn't have those, those racial laws or tensions or anything. Um, but, I, I don't know. I remember looking at the sign and then at my mates, it's like you're looking at a good friend. You know? mm-hmm. So you're like, you kind of feel bad. Like you, I, I did, I felt weird. I felt it wasn't a nice feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, but it's, 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 it's hard to describe. It's just, I think it's, it's a case of someone else has made the law. And, and I guess, you know, America's had a lot of that now mm-hmm. and it's, you can't, I can't change the law. I can't pull down the sign as I'd get arrested, you know, or something like that. But you feel sad because it's like, this is your friend. You can't go there. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of like, I I guess it was just like bumping a wall. So then you sort of jump off the wall and and then you go somewhere where it's all cool, you Mm -hmm. know, or another beach where it's all all fine. But what what I did realize at that point, though, was that it was going to change. Like I, I knew that South Africa, you know, having been brought up in Zimbabwe, and how cool Zimbabwe was, I knew that South Africa was was gonna be there. And obviously all those tensions were the guy in power at the time, F W De Klerk, was sort of making the, you know, starting to change the the feeling of the of of the Afrikaner who were the people that sort of, you know, kinda like the the German Nazis, they're the ones that wrote up the manuscripts for apartheid. Mm. And they were the ones in power. So um, there was, there was a lot of tension between the Afrikaners, which, are which Dutch descent and the English white. So there was tension between white on white, which was the Afrikaners and the English. There was definitely tensions, but the only reason why we weren't because, I mean, sorry, the only reason why we weren't, um, segregated is because we were white and that was the truth. Mm. Um, there, you know, there was an Anglo Boer War, which is the Afrikaners against the English. So there was always tensions. Like we used to get into fistfights because we were English with the Afrikaners, but they're wow. the ones who did the whole apartheid thing. So it, it was it was tough. But you know, we had a lot of like the guy in, in, who's the president now. He came and spoke at our school in our last year, and I knew, um, you know, when he came in and spoke that. I, I could see, I was like, this, this guy's probably going to be the leader of the country. And now, you know, 20 years later, whatever it is, he, he is. Mm-hmm. So I, Africa's just, it's a different anomaly though. The the African people are just, are, are just are such like, I'll give you an example. Like, so my, in the, the farm we had, the, let's call it the safari, sorry, safari farm with the, with the wild animals. So mm-hmm. the guy that worked for my dad, Rapson Murewa, God bless his soul. He he started working with my dad. Like they started hanging out like when my dad was like 15, right? Mm-hmm. Um, late, maybe early teens, 13, 14, 15. And started to de- like develop this friendship. Uh, my dad started a chicken business, I think, when he was like 16. Um, and Rapson like worked for my dad as his like two IC, a second in charge, for his whole life. His whole life. Like, and the funny thing was he never in that whole time that he worked for my dad, he never once was out of line, did something wrong, didn't show up to work. Nothing, nothing, nothing. The most loyal, amazing guy you've ever met in your life. Mm. And his his dad used to work for my dad's dad. Uh, the guy, wow. like uh, the staff we had, like when it says the staff that worked for, for my parents and with, with us and our family, their parents we used to work for my parents' parents. Mm. So it's like a long line. Yeah, so we had this, but the thing which which was hard, like which I try to make Americans understand, because Americans like that used to even come to Africa, they're like, okay, wait, hold on. (laughs) You're paying this person $350 a month. Mm -hmm. And the guy's like, wait, that's like, oh my God, that's like we pay our people, you know, fifteen hundred dollars a month. How could you do that? And you're like, okay, wait, wait, hold on, my friend. We, you know, we've, we built their house, which they live in on the Mm -hmm. farm. We send their kids to school. We pay for their food. If they need to go somewhere, they get in the (laughs) car, we take them somewhere. Like all the stuff, you know, you look at LA, what's it? in LA. So that's the same salary. If you're paying someone three hundred fifty dollars in Zimbabwe, which is above the average, right? Let's just call it that. That's like paying someone in LA five thousand three hundred fifty dollars because five thousand of it you're washing away in car insurance, everything else, rent, all those things. So people don't really equate it the right way. Um. Uh, they say, "How can you be happy with three hundred fifty dollars?" But you go and ask, you know, if you ask like the guy who managed our meat business not that he was, he was getting paid more, but if you ask like one of our staff, he's getting that, they, they, they'd have the, the biggest smile, you know, on like, but a very happy smile, you know, which I don't see here a lot of the time either. Aww. So I don't know. It's just interesting trying to equate it. But again, you, you've got to go there to, I think to experience these things in order before you can sort of pass judgment on them or, you know, talk about them, which I really love about America. I love that America's really, you know, people, if you do something wrong here, I mean, you pay the price. I mean,
1: Mm -hmm. oh yeah, you pay the piper.
0: (laughs) You pay the piper, man. I mean, all these guys that think they can get away with stuff. I mean, I, I love the whole the Harvey Weinstein because, I mean, that was the business we're in. And, oh, and I, knew I know. Were... Did you
1: have any weird modeling experiences? Oh, my God. I look back and everyone's like, did you have any Me Too stuff? And I was like, let me think about it. Maybe.
0: Yeah. Did you yeah. ever
1: work with Bruce uh, Weber? <laughs> no, I
0: didn't come? work with Bruce Weber. I didn't uh, work with Bruce Weber. And I, I think, like yeah, and I think on purpose. Because, yeah. 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 No, I mean, I mean, with guys, I don't think it was as much as girls. It did happen. Like, you know, there were, there were, there were instances where people would be, you know, the photographer, you know, be shooting something and be like, Hey, can you like, you know, show us more of your ass kind of thing. Yeah. Like, Dude. Yeah. And you the would stylist. feel a little awkward. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's, yeah, that did happen for sure. But I think the girls, you know, I, I, I knew girls that were taken advantage of and it. it's not, it's not cool. And they've come out and, and said stuff, you know, and I've, you know, I've made them. But that's it was really it was good. a shady industry. And oh, you know yeah. it's because Well back know, then it Hawaii was like the wild, wild
1: west, you know. Yes. I mean it, it times have changed. I mean when we we started modeling, it was like film. Yes. <laughs> and then everything switched to e commerce, right? So like everything Correct. went to shopping online. Everything
0: changed. The rates yeah. went
1: down. You were the Kit Kat model and um Yes.
0: Oh, I did Kit Kat, that's right.
1: Was that the that was probably tablet. like yeah, you were the Kit-Kat model. I mean, you've had such a fascinating career, Mark. And you are, like I said, the salt of the earth and just one of the best people that I know. So I'm so happy to share your story with the universe. And thanks, um, yeah, I know. Yeah, got it,
0: it was an honor coming on and talking to you. I've well, thank you. you. And man. I wanted to, oh st- st-
1: I know, thanks for popping on. And I wanted to hear about Detective Night. Maybe we'll just tease people, but Mark is yes. in the trailer shooting a Machine gun was that a real gun?
0: Yeah, no, it's not real. That was right after the what the thing happened with that guy. Um, Who's that guy that got done in right now?
1: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, The yeah, the the tombstone. The guy that shot the uh,
0: yeah, that shot the director.
1: Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Baldwin.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Alec Baldwin. Yes. Yes. So we we shot the first movie in New Mexico right after that, and
1: I'm so proud of you.
0: it was it was pretty intense with the guns. We didn't have any gunfire. That was all done in post. Um,
1: no way. It was cool.
0: I'd worked with the production company before. I did a movie called Chasing Ghosts with Michael Madsen back in the day. And then they called me and they said we want a wild, you know, African dude. So I said, dude, I can do that. Come on.
1: <laughs> I can do so that. The, the,
0: yeah, it was funny. It was, but it was it was a it was like I mean, it was a great cast. They had um they had uh I no, he's the guy that was in Top Gun. Um,
1: oh, I'm so bad with names, Mark. You yeah, know better you. than me. Bruce Willis was the big one, though. And obviously, he's been in the press lately. Did you get to meet Bruce?
0: No, of course. Bruce shot me. He's one of the last guys he ever shot on film. So oh. he, he took me out. Um, yeah, he's a great guy, man. Great guy. Did did spend, uh, spend quite some time with him and, um, you know, dinners and that sort of stuff. Um, but, yeah, I mean, a little bit, yeah, it, he was kind of in that, you know, he was he had, um, uh, FIA or, um, and it was kind of, yeah, you could see he wasn't like a hundred percent. Um, mm-hmm. but he still had his, yeah, he still had his engaging personality. He was just, he was a little bit forgetful, but mm. it was just, yeah, he was just, he still had that essence and it was just, it was absolutely awesome working with him.
1: Oh, um, and it was, that's it was so, amazing. I can't wait. I'm going to yeah. watch that when the kids go yeah, down watch for a it, nap. Gordon. Watch i'm it. gonna watch it i'm your number one fan <laughs> oh, and thanks, i don't know if we got to scrap the tea party did you have any tea to spill
0: that, or... tell me about the tea party tell me i when know you're so funny party. he's
1: like what's the tea party so this is courtney's you know, I tea love party tees. a little celebrity goss maybe you have something in the archive celebrity i've jogged goss. your memory my celebrity goss is I met Gerard Butler. You and oh, I used to hang out at Chateau Marmont. And yes, for the listeners, correct. that is like a very uh who's who? You can go yes, eat on the patio. The we that went with spot. Felker. And we would go yes. there from time to time. By the way, it was so expensive. I'd be like, I'll take the shrimp yeah.
0: <laughs> appetizer. <laughs> yeah, it was and, ridiculously expensive. And a glass of water. Money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was stupid money.
1: <laughs> so I would see like John Mayer there. We would see all the
0: people. Oh, everyone was there. Everyone Everybody there.
1: was there. So it I actually was. met Gerard Butler there. That's my little tea. And we yeah. talked. I met him with the Falconator. And then yes. he was like, can I have your number? Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long term
0: yeah, Falker, oh. do you know, Falker married a lovely girl from New Zealand, uh, Liz Bowden.
1: He married a Kiwi? Does he have a Yeah, baby? He married a
0: Kiwi. Yeah, she's really cool too, Bug. You'd love her. She's oh, so awesome. I got to connect the boo. with him. They're living in the boo. Oh, yeah, of you course. Should, you should He's in Malibu. So for the him.
1: listeners, Matt Falker was in the Britney Spears Toxic Music video. Correct. And Correct. he dated Selma Blair for a while. She called me a C-list model. That's why I was. Is that what she said about you? Yeah, she <laughs> called me a cellulose model. Um, and then he dated Mini Driver, but he's just Correct. kind of an LA guy. He loves Malibu, yeah. so I'm so happy to hear that. Um yeah. I, I got to reach out to him. I don't even know if I have, He has my new number, so
0: I'll, I'll send it. I'll send you. you should connect with him. Yeah, would he's in you? a really good space. Yeah, oh, it is funny, but you'll talk to him. He's selling. Well, I'll talk to you, but He's doing some. I mean, you know, he's he's been in real estate as well for a while. You should. Oh, I didn't know. Mark,
1: I literally yeah. know nothing. So we yeah. would all go to Chateau Marmont together and hang out. And I don't know if he was a member or what. Okay. <laughs> that's when I. Mean. He loved it. That
0: was just he used to live there. Used oh, to live there. He loved
1: there. And I was like, sure, I'll go. You walk in yeah. and it just smells rich. They have these like yeah. candles burning. <laughs> it was like old Hollywood. That's where Jim Belushi yeah. died, right? Um, famous Correct. for that. But yeah. anyway, th- those were some fun Hollywood nights. And then so I that's met Gerard awesome. Butler through Volker And then yes. the next day he texts me. I'm in this hotel in Santa Monica. Come yeah. through. And I'm like, I had I had a callback for a commercial, Mark. And I yeah. had a moment. Around I was like I'm just done dating an actor. No, yeah. but he yes. wanted me to come to his hotel, and I oh said no. I was proud of myself in that moment.
0: Wow, uh, you got that? <laughs> you
1: got that proper... was my celebrity encounter. That's
0: hilarious. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'll yeah, I I think I'll renege. I, we'll we'll save the tea for another time. I'll do a teaser. Yeah. Okay, because yeah, I've got some. Yeah, I've seen seen some very interesting things in my time.
1: I know, didn't you know Prince Harry's ex um, girlfriend in Zimbabwe? Didn't you mention that you knew her at some point?
0: Uh Chelsea, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chelsea. Uh, <laughs> Chelsea, yeah, chilies. Chili buns. Yeah, she's a she's a <laughs> she's a great girl. <laughs> great girl. There's your yeah.
1: tea right there. I just teed yeah. you right up for your tea.
0: Yeah, it's a tea. Yeah. She's uh the 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 families are great, uh, great family friends of ours. So yeah, I've known I've known her since since birth. Yeah, she's a great girl. Oh, Great, girl. Mark,
1: well, thank Great you so girl. much for your time. I'm going to let you go take care of Lily Hope. Perfect. And where can people find your Airbnb? I'll put the, in the show notes. So if you want to rent your place out in Tulum. Um, I- go
0: to, go to, Ode, I'll tell you, it's Ode House, dot mm-hmm. mx is the yeah. website for us.
1: Oh, yes. Let's go stay in Tulum, everybody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. dot mx. Cool. Thanks for the plug, <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, anytime. Thank you so much. Yeah, for your people, time, you can Mark.
0: message me through there or book through there. It's easy.
1: Crikey, mates. What a fun interview. I sure hope you enjoyed my dear friend, Mark Hewlett. I love his accent, it's super pleasant. So, next week, we've got a great guest for you. Until next time, I'm your host, Courtney Robertson, and I am off contract.